Hey up and welcome to the Temple of Bleh. This is a conversation with Jay and Sean from Ingested. It was recorded backstage when they were supporting Cannibal Corpse in Nottingham a few weeks ago. It uh, largely details the challenges, trials and tribulations of touring in post-pandemic and post-Brexit Britain and Europe. And it's all in all a good chat. Apologies from the outset, I speak fairly quickly. I guess I was in a bit of a rush and I was sat down with two northerners so they could understand what I was saying, which is grand. But either way, go and check out Ingested. They're on tour in the US at the minute, and I think they're coming back for a few UK dates uh, in the summer before doing a few festival runs. All right. One, two, fuck it up. They are scared if I came from Leeds. Yeah. And for some reason, when I, I don't know what I did, but when I was buying brews, I must have hit someone sat down. So I said, you are now here at St. Anne's. I'm like, what the fuck is St. Anne's? <laughs> and it's one of them where you're like, you're looking around and there's two people screaming at each other. There's a guy in the middle of the road shadow boxing and you're just like, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fuck this. Fuck oh, it out. This is not what we well, Welcome to the Midlands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this potholed every fucking yeah. as well. Just fucking nonsense. Um, but cheers for doing this. Yeah, no um, worries. I do appreciate it. So I wanted to, when I listen back with interviews with you guys, there's always this position where you both stop drinking, you both have kids, and there's this point before the pandemic where you quit your job and you make it viable. Yeah. I wanted to start sort of there. Because okay. I like, I'm really, same with the roadrunner stuff, I'm really interested in like, the viability of metal as a business and as like a, as a proposition. Because yeah. when you get hyped up on rock and being a musician, it's usually like the classics where there's this massive disconnect like you just think Jimmy Page was a millionaire from the yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean it's, it's, and, but he, and at this period in that time there was like such a deregulation there wasn't any sort of like one any rules no one knew what they were doing but now it's a completely different story Yeah. so when you guys said let's pack in the jobs and let's do it yeah. obviously this is pre-Brexit yeah. and pre-pandemic yeah dude, this is what we've always wanted to do so it's time to shit or get off the fucking pot like so that was first and foremost because we were just like if we don't do it now yeah. it's too late like we need to fucking jump in with both feet and then the business plan it was, just, awful. was awful at first like Jesus Christ because we, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing like now it's like well Lynn's the fucking brain isn't he like yeah. Lynn our drummer is, is the fucking like brain behind like our business model and stuff yeah um but now it's like we're it's a legitimate like registered business in it yeah, like yeah. it's an actual like company yeah. um we all have equal share in it we're all company directors um we've got we've got fucking accountants that work for us and everything so what were the mistakes like, early doors then we just it was more like the money was we would get money and yeah. then we'd just immediately like split it between us right so it was like there was no we were kind of living hand to mouth weren't we yeah. do you know what i mean so it was like there was no like long-term like business plan at first like it was literally like oh we've done a tour this is how much money we've made then we split it equally yeah. whereas and then it's like then you're just kind of living from tour to tour aren't you i mean there's nothing in the business you can't afford flights you can't afford yeah. any logistics because you've had to use all that to pay your bills. Exactly. So there's nothing there. But back then as well, we weren't getting paid, but we were getting paid now. Yeah. There is that period, isn't there? Yeah. The, yeah. the money, when we went for it in 2018, we were getting paid, fuck all. It was tough. Yeah. It was tough to fucking make it work. And after that first year, we, we, we racked up about $20,000 worth of debt. Mm. 
in 2018. Uh, started to try and turn it around 2019. Um, kind of. 2020 came in and then the pandemic fucking fucked it all up. Yeah, crushed us, didn't it? Because we yeah. were in the middle of a tour. So we had a whole tour's worth of merch mm. that we just paid yeah. for, basically. So 2019, we got out of that day, right. paid it off, got into 2020, COVID here, and then we were like, oh, great, 14 grand again. Another 14 Fuck grand day, like, straight away. Like, so... I had to go back to work. Yeah. What did you do? I was a posted. Nice. Fucking hell, nice. So I went back to doing that. Because I quit it, like, literally a week before. Because I got two years sabbatical, so I was... Obviously, I was focusing on the band, but I could take some shifts every now and then when I got home, yeah, which was yeah. fortunate. But once we went on tour, decapitated, I got a call saying, right, you said the battle was officially ended. Are you coming back to work? And I went, no. And a week later, I was like, well, I've got no job. I went, can I, can, do you know that request that you put in about me not working? Can you stop it? And he went, all right, I'll give you a call tomorrow. I was like, right, you're back in work on Monday. I went, fuck yes. So I job back. But I quit, I quit Royal Mail in October. Right, officially because I just couldn't, I couldn't balance it all anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, no, I, I fuck, I fucking know you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was just taking unpaid leave all the time because I fucked up. My holidays were all gone. I used all my holidays for Fit Tour, which was the start yeah. of twenty twenty two, and then I was just like begging for fucking unpaid leave and all this kind of shit. And then it got it got to the Lawn and Shore tour, or like the get in there and like so. Um, how many more of these things you gonna do? And I was like, right, it's done. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, done. I've got, got to put my fucking all my balls in this basket right now. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Intra- the pandemic was interesting for me, as in, like, looking at this, again, as an outsider, because, hang on, you keep using the word business model. I know it's very unsexy language, but yeah. I think I think my audience gets that now. Yeah. <laughs> but the business, I, I always look at Matt Hafey for this, because there's no longer, I, don't, I think he's killed the album cycle. I think the proposition for a band isn't, like, do an album, yeah. do a tour and make the money. It's Trivium's albums are just one little spike in the fucking Matt Hafey circle of yeah. fucking death of because he's always doing something. I mean he would feature on one of your singles. Yeah. So that was like that was like one part of his that that year for him. And yeah. the present has to be constant now with streaming. I know you stream, don't you? Well, I, I haven't streamed for ages because I've been on fucking tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've been on tour for like a year nearly. Like, so. <laughs> but it, it's a different caliphate. Where is, is is the money now purely in the merch? Is that because that's yeah. the word, isn't it? Essentially. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, essentially. I mean, the guarantee money we get paid is just basically logistics of the tour. It's and that's the promoter that's. Is it the promoter that's, that's bearing that? I don't know anything about this. But what, how we negotiate guarantee. guarantees? Oh, no. I was going to say. Who pays us to play? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's like, if, if you like, here we are in Nottingham, yeah. see, yeah. to get the buses onto the, the lot. And to get the sound engineers into the building, mm. presumably, actually, I bet they're one of yours. Aren't yeah, they? we've got sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, to get the bar staff in, it's the promoter that's done. Yeah. That. So the so the, so the venue will have their staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there'll be a promoter, and that might be a prom- an in-house promoter who works for the venue, mm-hmm. or it might be an external promoter mm-hmm. who's working with the venue. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they basically liaise with the band's booking agents and management, mm. who then negotiate the deal yeah. and the guarantee. And then they pay the, the band, basically. Right. Yeah. So, but that, but that at our level, mm-hmm. where we are now, like our guarantees for the show, um, basically pay for things like so that that income from the guarantees of the show basically pay for things like 
the bus yeah. that's outside. Sound engineer. Sound Merch engineer. Guy. Merch guy. Yeah. Like so. That, yeah. So, so so all then all then guarantees pay for the the cost of us doing the tour, mm. and then the merch is where we as a band make our income. It's the only way we make money. Yeah. The big hot topic at the minute is merch cuts. It's disgusting. Oh, mate, it's is it? They've always had a cut, though, haven't they? No. No? No. 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 It's not over here. Depends, depends, oh, depends, not over here, right, okay. Depends the size of the venue and the, the level of, you know, where you're going to be at. So, like, yeah, Live yeah. Nation, O2, and all that kind of shit, you're going to find. Yeah, there. they're going to fuck you. Fucking it. It took a thousand pounds off yeah, just. Yeah, took a thousand pounds off Why isn't there someone just going, here's our merch stand, it's a QR code to the website? Because yeah. people buy when they're there. Yeah, they need. You can do that. But you'll be missing so many sales. Yeah. And yeah. for a band like us, because we're like a mid-tier band, like, do you know what I mean? We're not yeah, one yeah. of these massive bands, not yet anyway. Like, and it's it's like, for us, we can't afford to miss those sales. Yeah. So even though they're taking fucking, they took a third of our fucking money yesterday in, mm. in London. Yeah. A third mm. of our fucking money. Mm. Like, why, like, why do you need that though? This is the problem that I have. Why do you need that? You don't need that. Like, do you know what I mean? We How much are you making on the door? How much are you making on the fucking bar mm. with all these fucking eight pounds for a fucking pint? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and you're fucking, we don't get none of that. Like, and we're the only, we're, like, us bands are the reason why there's fucking, fucking people there. Baffling. We played, we played for minus money yesterday. Oh, yeah. Man. From our guarantee and them taking our merch, we played. Yeah. 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 Minus. They lost money. They played yeah, yesterday. Fuck me. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know the situation like, was. In the UK, they didn't, and now they do. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't understand why they, they feel like it's a separate thing where this is your guarantee, but this is the merch. No, listen, you've took our guarantee and more. We paid for nothing. We lost money playing this fucking show. Yeah, yeah. Does it yeah. make any sense? Is there a booking agent involved here? Yeah, of course they are. Yeah. But no one's well, putting the foot down. Yeah. No one, no one, yeah, it's, it takes, it takes like any vendor to come in, doesn't it? This is the problem. So what the problem is, is that for me, it's just fucking corporate greed. It's corporate greed. Yeah. Like, there is no reason why any of these fucking massive fucking venues need to take money from bands. Yeah. Like, absolutely zero. Like, you're making so much money. What does that do? Fucking hurts the fans. Mm -hmm. Really. And it's like, well, if you're in a in a band or, a, or any type of business, you don't want to hurt your customers. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're hurting your customers, then... Like, they're not going to come back. They're not going to... Do you know what I mean? There's no and it's just, nothing to incentivise it. Exactly. Exactly. All it's doing is pushing it up and up and up. Yeah. You can't justify to me that they, they're entitled to take 25% of no. your earnings. It's, it's fucking not, insane. No. When you're 25%? And then they stick tax on Tax on it. Yeah. So then it was like 33% yesterday. Fucking mental. Like, and it's just like, mm. why are we paying fucking tax? We're a bis we're a legitimate fucking business. That's already paying tax. That we have to pay tax on that fucking shit at the end of the fucking financial year or whenever it is. We've all like, we don't need to pay tax now. We're paying fucking like you're double taxing us just because you want some fucking money. Does anyone in just I don't know this dude? Does anyone in the political sphere have any stake in this? Because usually know, there's yeah. some sort of method where you could lobby it, couldn't you? I'm yeah. not putting this on you to lobby. I'm just saying, what's the? I'm trying to understand the landscape of what, in terms of empowerment and trying to get people to make the move they need to move, even if it is tactically not buying from that venue yeah. or buying from that venue or whatever it's going to be, what the options are. Because there must be some fucking metal edit. Oh, I guess, yeah. For some bizarre reason. But then it's like, do you really want to trust a politician? That's true. Nah. 
Well, they don't like, care about the arts anyway. I mean, they don't give a shit. Fuck. Brexit for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were one of the last, got, We were like, we were the, at the bottom of the list of shit and priorities. They give a fuck. This is one thing I want to try. I'm going to swipe, try and speak to Lynn about this because um, I wanted to get a roundtable of like a, a UK tour manager type. And I know Lynn is sort of like yeah. that, an American tour manager, and try and understand post Brexit and and COVID world because obviously with the Roadrunner documentary, the assumption I went in on was all the artists I want to get will come through the UK. Yeah, that assumption has been correct, except. Everyone's recouping losses from COVID. Yeah. And Brexit's made it logistically harder. So yeah. what that means for me is if a mass cavalera type comes through, I can't fucking do it in 15 minutes in this room. Yeah. It had to be like two hours booked out a distillery to make Rob Flynn look good. It's one of those kind of things, but now it's completely yeah. impossible because everyone's just in and out. Yeah. And even Anthrax has cancelled another yeah. European tour. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised though. So what's right. the what's the state? What's why what's what's Brexit done to logistics? It's it's so confused. Yeah. Like you go, so now you have to get this thing called a carnet. Yeah. Which is basically, it's like an itinerary. It's an itinerary, everything you bring in. Everything. They did that before, though. I remember saying, saying being the. It existed at one point. Yeah. 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 But like this was a long, long time, time ago. ago. And yeah. now, because of Brexit, now we're not part of the EU. Um, now they've brought it back. So now you need a carnet, which is like an itinerary of every single fucking thing that you're bringing with you, whether that's gear, merch, everything. fucking everything. Right. Serial numbers, cost, everything. where it was made, everything, whole, all of it, and it's like. But the problem with it is that nobody fucking knows what they're doing. So you'll go, you'll go to get your carne, and then you'll get told like fucking loads of different things by different people because nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. They're all confused. They don't even know what it is. Then you'll get to a fucking English border. It's different again. It's different again. Like, the they, they, and then and then they'll go. No, you need to do it at this place. And then you go there, and then they'll tell you that you need to go somewhere else. And you're just running around in fucking loop. When we got for like an hour. When we got back into like, the UK to do the carnet, because you need to close it. You open it, leave, close it here, there, and whatever. So we had to close it again. Um, they had us going in the queue like four times, going round in circles. Oh, this is wrong. But like, what? What do you mean? The idea of the carnet. I guess, I guess it's so you're not going into Europe and then coming selling back. Selling all your Yeah, and coming back with selling all your whatever. Shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Can't, not allowed to do that. Can't do that. <laughs> but it's basically about import and export. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need, to take, it's like, we need to take it's that. It's like, if... I wouldn't mind as long as, like, the people who are employed there and all the people that... They're all singing off the same hymn sheet, do you know what I mean? But they're not. Mm. It's like, they're all saying different things and it's like, well, who the fuck knows what's it's, going it's, on here? Like, do you know what I mean? It's accountability and no one wants yeah. to be the one to go, right, lads, it's sort this out. They'll go... You know, Barry, I can see Barry through there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not doing fuck all, and he this lot. Yeah, that's literally, that's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. Especially with extra customs and stuff like that, you can't bring a warrior with gear as easily as you could. Or if you are, you don't want it there for a second fucking longer than you needed to be. Mm -hmm. Which is why all these UK tours are like, oh, fucking hell, London, Glasgow, uh, Manchester. Yeah. Or no days off and a longer run or something like that. Yeah. But it's like, it's the costs of touring now as well. That, which is why a lot of American bands are cancelling in yeah. Europe and the UK because yeah. the cost so much aren't they like it's like tour bus prices have fucking shot up if you can even fucking get one yeah. like merch prices costs have gone up like it's a separate line item because you need a UK specific pizza yeah. whereas you just need a yeah it's a typical thing where everything's going up but you know the, the, the important part of this cog which is the bands themselves mm. I think that going up mm. yeah which is cost, you know it's, it's insane how shafted bands get yeah, yeah. And the whole circle of it all, like with the with technically with the most important, 
but we get treated as, as, yeah. as, as you know, the last ones to make money. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking insane. I don't know. The power's outside of the band. Yeah, well, that's it, isn't it? There isn't any, there isn't anyone. They had a protest, didn't they, where they put some flight cases on Whitehall or something. Yeah, something like that. I something remember like something. Like it wasn't quite. This is why, again, the business, is it, how is it outbound then? So I guess when you're doing a US tour, it's like, ah, oh, it's fucking fine. U- you know, US is well easier than Europe in there at the moment. Well, carnies are going to start again. Like, are they? Yeah, US have started doing carnies. Great. <laughs> I've got to drive to fucking Wellington next week and go and fucking try and get it. <laughs> Um, it's like, another logistical thing that's just unnecessary mm. yeah. fucking annoying where do records come into this then because the streamers have fucked you as well I know this, this isn't yeah. a checklist of how a band's fucked but we kind of know some of these things but yeah. the more we go around it the more I can kind of understand or where the are there any pain points that can be alleviated and are there any is there anything the average fan can do which is turn the shows and buy just, toll yeah. it appears to be it but even then it's it's pushing the rock up a hill to make any reasonable yeah. money off that well, I mean, like the be- like you said, the best thing that they can do is just keep going to shows and and buying merch and supporting the bands that you love. Um, but again, like even then, sometimes that's like a double-edged sword because of the merch cuts. Mm-hmm. But um, music-wise, I mean, that's like the last thing. Like for well, for for us anyway, like that that like records is like the the last the thing that we earn the least money off. Yeah, because obviously you get fuck off for streaming. What is it like? No point, no, no one p for every fucking street, mm. which is diabolical, diabolical in itself, in mm. it. Like, well, they take fucking billions, billions in profit. Billions. Like, no, are you telling me Brian Sickle hasn't invented on his own stream farm uh, underneath his house? He should, he should. But it's like, yeah, it's like that's that's kind of like the last thing that a band at our level like earns money from is the music, which is like I think it's a bit backwards because it didn't used to be. Like, do you know what I mean? Sorry, but, I but the, yeah, but the problem is, is that with the with the advent of digital music, that's how people consume music now. Mostly, mm. people only buy CDs and and vinyl if they're if they're collectors. Like, do you know what I mean? They're like, it's now like it's a collective. As, as collector the rationale right has changed. It's different because it used to be like fifteen quid for a CD and you know, yeah. now it's a lot. Now it's like there's a different range. It's like you can get your CD, and you get a T-shirt for thirty quid. Or you can mm, get your like bundles and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but like it's gone tall. It's like we're saying with the with the merch. It's like it only goes up. Yeah, it doesn't. They don't make a, a wider and cheaper proposition. It's yeah. like a singular proposition that goes way higher. Yeah, but this is what have you not considered like doing a hair thing, taking like a streaming rig on tour and going. Try to keep that as like a can, but it's like his platform. His platforms. Yeah, my platform. Yeah, my platforms now in here. It's charming Northerners though. I know, it's a I different know. Of fish. But it's also, it's also like, I feel like, I feel like the way that we tour, like I would burn myself out. Yeah. Like mentally, like and physically, because then it's like, because it's tour, like touring is hard, mm. and like I know, I know, like people see it as like this glamorous, like oh yeah, like and it's like, but it's hard, like mentally and physically, because it's a lot of travel, it's a lot of waiting around it's a lot of like being stuck at a loose end and stuff but then it's like you have the added like psychological pressure of being away from your family and your friends for long periods of time you've also got to consider though these people like Matt if he's got an entire lot of crew that can do all the day-to-day shit that he doesn't need to do set up loading we've we ain't got that what's he even fucking streaming in that day yeah I got shit to do (laughs) let's live right here you know what I mean we're not in that position 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would be nice, but it's but like... It, yeah. is, it is interesting how he's gone, well, here's the revenue exchange in a band, and he's just gone, just yeah. it out here. He's a great personality as well. Oh, yeah, like, to, yeah, yeah, but he's, he was down on the ground level. But I'm always interested in... I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, when he plays, like, fucking Pilato, it's like, well, surely someone's going to... Someone in Roadrunner's going to get that fucking streaming money because that's technically a, a PRS concern. Yeah, 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 PRS yeah. thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. But um, so how much am I five quid subbing to it? Two fifty goes to Amazon or whoever yeah. knows Twitch or whatever the fuck it is. So two fifty ends up apparently in Mr. Hafey's pocket. Yeah. A bit of that's gotta go back to Warner. I bet, yeah. Dunno. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I see yeah. I mean as as I remember when uh when I was streaming, yeah. um a lot of my streams uh got um hit with mutes. Because I was playing my own band's music on there. Yeah, yeah. And I was getting, like, copyright strikes and stuff. And I was just like, are you fucking mental? We fucking wrote this. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, this was when we were on Unique Leader. Yeah. And I was just like... That's the joy, though. Why the fuck am I getting fucking told that I'm infringing copyrights? My fucking music. But it's not ours. You don't fucking own it, do It's fucking wild. So the technology's not there to properly harness yeah. the power of the streaming because this is the IP the IP concerns just haven't been fucking yeah because it's it's like mostly it's, it's AI is like obviously done off some kind of algorithm yeah where it's like whatever it is it's more like recognises what that song is yeah. and goes right well that song's copyrighted to uh, Unity Records mm-hmm. so poof your stream's been muted yeah, yeah and you're just like it's my music like do you know what I mean I can see it in the first instance I mean like YouTube's only been worthwhile for 15 years. Yeah. I can see why they've just gone, all right, well, look, if you found anything, it's more likely not is than it is to yeah. ban it yeah. and then deal with it after yeah. that. I kind of get it, but at the same time, it's not on. It's just so shit, though. Yeah, yeah. Because, so I mean, it's like fucking, like, with with the such small amount of money that you that you earn from Spotify, like, it's like, like I said, I think it's something like 0.001 pence pence mm. from each stream it's like you may as well be giving it away for free like do you know what i mean it's like well what's the fucking point like why why are you asked about it the proposition doesn't work if the guy who's made it is a billionaire which i think he is isn't he, is he yeah yeah of course he fucking is i think yeah, the numbers the number in my head is four i don't know if it's four billion or 400 million i don't know but you know, yeah lot. the proposition of like money. yeah it's enough fucking money yeah the idea that oh you know we're still trying to spread music and have like a more of a cultural thing. it do not work if you're making sh- if everyone's not making money, yeah. it's kind of all right in a way. Yeah. Well, I think that's a problem with the industry, though, in general, is that the bands and the artists are the last people to make money. Everybody else everybody else takes their fucking share and then the band's left with whatever's left. Do when they're the creators. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, well, they're, make, they're creating the product. Why are they getting, like, the smallest share? Like, that's wild. People aren't going to pay what something's worth. They'll pay what they think they'll yeah. pay for it you know what I mean which is why you can charge 50 quid for a t-shirt yeah because if someone will pay that it justifies the proposition yeah yeah, yeah. it's dour isn't it yeah it's I've, got, I've got no answers for you it's fucking but, horrible but we love it though that's oh, yeah, why we, we go do back it to <laughs> Nando's we go back to Nando's yeah. would I yeah. fuck go back to Nando's we went Nando's uh, yeah that I used was, I was at Nando's for a long time um, I must have I, I, that was a joke I thought yeah, I, was, I, was, I, was, I used to manage Nando's and shit like <laughs> No, I, I would never go back into the service industry. Perry Perry Jason. It's, I'm Perry Perry Jason from the Perry King. Uh, 
Nah, it was that. That's like that's it. That industry is a thankless industry. Like from yeah. any aspect, like it's just you just get they just chew you up and spit you out. <laughs> that's it. Like fuck, fuck working in the food industry again. What would you go back to then if you were to? If you pack it in, what would you, would you be a poster again? Probably. I have no idea what I did. My my fantasy was always like if everything goes tits up, I'll just keep applying to the Royal Mail. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just a night. I know I wear shorts all the time, so I guess that's. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm you know you're a cog in a fucking big machine, but at least once you get out there, the job's on you. You don't have to really answer to anyone. It's some to go and get the fucking job done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No one's breathing down my neck. Mm-hmm. So performance is so based on your own. What dog is coming at me? No. He is fucked. So there is that. There's a, you know there's a fake sense of freedom. Being the postman. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, still, it's interesting. It's, it's good that. Well, what would you do, Jason, then? Before I make this point, I mean, give me some hope. What would you go back to if you. I have no idea. Yeah. I actually don't know. Um, Like, I used to be a restaurant manager and stuff, but, like, there's no way I'd go back to that. Mm. It's like, awful industry to work in. I but, think... like, to. I, I am so invested in ingested that um I, I i don't even i don't even think about it like i don't even know so the answer is i have no fucking idea what i'm gonna back what well, i do this has to work this is this is it for me so we scramble yeah. tour to tour make sure the business can stay afloat that's what we got yeah. we've got to deal with but the business the business right now we've got a really good business model yeah, it's working um, look we're getting paid fuck all yeah in the grand scheme we get we're getting we minimum get wage but we get paid every single month. Like we're all on a wage, on a salary. Is mortgage getting paid then? Yeah, bills are paid. Like, family's happy. Just like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, so it's... So now, now that we're all, like, somewhat stable cash-wise, now it's, like, now it's about growing the business, growing the band. Yeah. And, like, I went, then... I went bleak because I was like, what is next then? Yeah. In terms of how are you going to go about growing it in such adverse and difficult um, times? How, what's we were also... You know, we've been brainstorming possible avenues to invest in the business and, you know, try and get other revenue streams going. Property might be one, you know, we, you could get a van and rent it out, all kinds of shit. We don't know yeah. what we're going to do. We need to do something. Well, if yeah. fucking, if Vince Neil can do a hot sauce. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's something in there. We need to do something. I'm not sure exactly you what we You should do. take on the, the zero alcohol beers market. Everyone gets their own beer. Yeah. You should go, no, you're going to go without zero one ingest this but like what we want is like we it's like sean was saying we want to we want to grow the business alongside growing the band so yeah. we're growing the band and earning money by doing the high profile tours like this mm. uh, like touring with cannibal corpse touring with lana shaw touring with fit for an autopsy like those sort of tours that are boosting our profile and that's make getting us to where we want to get yeah um and then with the money that comes into the business, then it's about trying to make that money work for us and earn more money. So it's like investing in like other things, like maybe we'll start investing in property or- 20 year olds don't think it's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, this is the thing. We did we did It's took us so fucking long to get where we go. We're all, we're all in our, we're, if we were thinking the way that we're thinking now, we would probably be set by now. But <laughs> because, because we were young, we just wanted to be in a fucking metal band, yo. Like, watch, you know what I mean? Watch his Pantera thing, yeah. Pantera, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, so it's like, like you, just, yeah. you just do that. But like now it's like, we want to do what we love, but make sure that 
our families are taken care of. So that's what it's about now. So we want to, so all the money that goes into the business, obviously we pay, we get paid a salary, like a monthly wage, but we want the money that's in the business to earn money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with stuff that's nothing to do with the band. So that the business is growing and the band is growing. Yeah. Like, cause you just like, so that we could, so for example, we've been, by the end of this year, we've pretty much been on tour for like two years, haven't we? October, November 2021 we've been yeah, fucking we've been on tour just so that the audience I came in here and said lad you got like two weeks off for your new US tour how's it feel and then you corrected me how, mm-hmm. how much time you got off six days yeah fucking you don't yeah I'll, we'll go on to why I think that's important and cool but continue yeah so, money. so my point is that the money that we earn through the band is making money through other avenues Mm -hmm. so that after basically being on tour for as long as we've been on tour which is like what two and a half years is it pretty much we've constantly been on tour for like the past two and a half years yeah it's so that we can take a break for six months or take a break for like maybe a year like do you know what i mean and just and give ourselves a breather and and then still be able to pay our bills and like keep come keep, back fresh like yeah and come back fresh like from like working our fucking bollocks off um so that's what that's about like but it's like lynn like we said before lynn's the brains behind this like he's like really he's like his fucking holiday arms isn't he and he's so got he's his <laughs> fucking head screwed on like he's got his head screwed on so it's like we just we just follow his lead really don't we he's like the mastermind behind that, Most, that yeah. side don't get me wrong he consults in certain things yeah. but there's certain things he goes i go mate if that's the call that's the call yeah yeah whatever do you know what i mean there's no like if he has a good if that's a good idea it's a good idea yeah do it yeah. do you know what i mean mm. There's some things that even have to consult us. He makes yeah. the makes the decision himself. It's like n- normally he doesn't get it wrong. So it's like yeah, all that's been happening in the past two years is slow growth. I'm like, okay, we'll just keep doing that then. Which is slow, slow growth is still remarkable for a metal band. Yeah, yeah. This is it. This is it. Though it's like there's been moments along the way within these past two years where I've nearly given up. Nah, fuck this. But that those moments happen, and then something else happens that goes, oh wait a minute. There's, there's, more, there's more legs on this. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, for example, you know, when we came to our the end of our contract with the unit leader and we were wondering what to do next, and we got turned down by a few labels, but we were like, we're absolutely going to get this contract because why wouldn't they? Yeah. You're a reviable, you know, investment. And then we didn't get it. We're like, oh, fuck. Well, then we discussed about maybe going, doing an independent route. But if you go do the independent route, fair enough, initially, the money's going to be better initially, but... There's no, there's no one to fight your corner. There's no one to help you grow or go anywhere else. And, and in my head, I was like, that feels like we've hit a ceiling and I don't feel comfortable there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, well, do we do this or do I quit my job? Or do I keep my job? Do we not do the band? And I was like, maybe I'm going to fucking leave. I was like, maybe, I can, maybe, maybe I'll leave because I don't I don't feel, I don't see the future anymore. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. see it going anywhere. And then two weeks later, Metal Blade come knocking on the door. I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> All right, stick it out then. <laughs> And then management comes along, but the same management's come with Colts White. Like, ah, okay then, fuck it, let's go. Do you know what I mean? Shit like that happens constantly. Yeah. It, 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 we, we question it, but it's constantly always, there's always something, you'll hit a roadblock and then there's a little glimmer of hope next. It's like, oh, I'll keep doing it then. Well, no, it sounds like it's well, sounds- the good thing about seeing the slow growth and, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult doing what we have to do, but seeing our tour schedule at the end of last year for this year, I was like, ah, it's a good year. Mm. This year's going to be fine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Two and a half thousand people. 
this will come to an end next year because we've got a headline, but I'm enjoying this year because I, I, I could see, you know, there's, there's the opportunities that we've got are good for the business. Yeah. And it's good for us mentally because we're like, yeah. Fucking, fuck yeah, we're not two and a half thousand people in Manchester, let's go. Do you Because next yeah. year we'll be in Rebellion playing about fucking 200, so. <laughs> but that's the thing though, you've got to mentally prepare yourself for that because we know we've got to do seven months of shit shows to get one good show. It's always like that. We yeah, go, yeah. Just when we're thinking, oh, for fuck's sake, this show's so tonight. Next week we've got Hellfest. Hellfest is next week. Do Hellfest, ah, recharge again. Do you know what I mean? It's like all the time. If you yeah. think this is going to be, this is going to be every tour, you fucking, you lose your mind. So, this <laughs> what, is why I said this year's this year, I'm going to like it. <laughs> what is the ceiling then for Ingested? Because like, I don't know, would you regard yourself as slam in the same conventional way yeah, as I was going to ask you? Slam, we're just no, we're we're death death metal. Death metal we're so, yeah, we've got so many different like elements and influences and the styles that we do. It's like, you, you, can, you can make an argument for us being fucking anything, really. You can make an argument for us being deathcore, you can make an argument for us being death metal, slam, Brutal death metal, extreme metal. You can make all those. What I was going to make was like, if you're in the you're in that in the headspace of, we've now got a structure and we're yeah. now just going to chip away and chip away and chip away. Have you got a ceiling in mind, knowing that we're at a Campbell Corpse gig and they're they're not doing theaters, but they're a legacy death metal band, yeah. which gonna they have like an almost guaranteed. That's where we want to be. Yeah, that's the spot that we want to be. We want to be there, but yeah. whether we get there is up to the fans and the industry. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're realistic. Like, We're realistic. I mean, I, I, my goals are fairly reasonable. I'm like, I'd like to just do... If we do if we do 400, 500 cap venues for the rest of our career, fine. Mm. I'm happy with that. Because that's a good career. Mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong. I, I want to do this. But it's Camel Corps. The 90s already set them up. Like, we're just a, a rehashed version of all these bands that have already done it. Mm-hmm. So it's like whether or not they want us to fill in the shoes once up or go, dying for you to go, fucking... They're all going to go. What does it leave the rest of us though? I don't know who's going to take those, 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 you know. There's always someone spots. empowering the outliers, as in from a fan perspective. And they've always got some cash. Yeah. Mm. Maybe not quite good for a t shirt, but yeah. they are some cash. Yeah. We don't know, do we? We'll see. No, no I mean, well, this is the thing, like, we, we don't try and get too ahead of ourselves. We, we know what we need to do next week, we don't need to do the week after that. We're just going to keep doing that. Yeah. And then if. If somehow we become a legacy band, which you know, there's plenty of those around now. Mm-hmm. Why, I mean, why can't we be a legacy band? We've got fucking seven albums at the moment, John. I, when I are we, like, we going to be accepted in, as as a, as a legacy band? I, I was like, I, I like thinking about this transaction between like a current band and a legacy band. And yeah. I always think of the darkness because yeah. they had those two big album, mm-hmm. a slightly less than good album, then five years, and then the, the audience just contracted to this. We're going to do theaters and big clubs. And that's their thing. Yeah. Great. And now I think in that setting, they've kind of made the best stuff. Not yeah. now just a death metal in any way, but it's just like, it took five years for them to not be there and just go, all right, well, everyone who's going to be there when we come back is going to be this core center. Um, of diehards. Of diehards. And they're yeah. going to come back every December and do the Shed 7 bit or whatever. This is it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think like, when you're on the trot, like, you guys are the, the busiest fucking band that I'm aware of. Yeah. You know, and I don't know who told you, you just got to be on the road all the time. Because there's so many other bands who, albeit don't have as much profile in my opinion, although I sort of see you guys in a different skewed way, because I'm obviously trying to look at things from a different perspective. But some of them are like, oh, I'll do a few weekend tours. Yeah, well, this, is it, right. though, this, is, this is the problem though, as boring as it sounds, we've got a business to run. Yeah. We have to go out and make money. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, you know, we've got six months worth of wages here, we need to do another fucking tour. So we've got to make, when do you go out and tour? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it. The, 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 
the hope at the end of this year is we don't have to do so much next year because mm. we put all the work in place. Mm, yeah. The foundations are, are there now. The mm. business is doing okay. And then as long as we've got that, as long as we're making profit and the business is healthy, then we can take the foot off the gas a little bit next year and be like, ah, we don't have to do that. And you've got the foresight yeah. to go, all right, D-Day is March 2026. Yeah. So we need to pay for March 2026 and then we can move into April. Well, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's good that you've got your heads on, you know, fucking screwed on properly. Uh, you don't have to talk about any of this if you don't want to, but the family, the family seems, the families must be like, all right, great, there's a business model. And you're not just going out. Well, my wife told me to quit the wrong man. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Just just sick of being miserable and overworked because I was dancing everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I couldn't focus fully on ingested stuff because I was getting up at work and fucking pick up the kids and shit. But now I can wake up in the morning, take the kids to school and focus on something ingested related. Yeah. And just be in that space. So she was like, I went through depression around the COVID area and my dad died and all kind of shit. I had a rough year and a half, couple of years. Mm. So the start of 2022, I was kind of getting out of it. But she just went, oh, listen, if the opportunity comes where you can be all in with ingested, that you should do it. She went, we got to the point, like the long show, so I was saying that I was quitting. She went, right, it's time. I went, okay, I'm out. If she hates me being away and it's tough being away from the kids, but she'd rather be, be out doing something I love. Yeah, yeah. Then be at home and just be miserable doing something that I have to do. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Just sacrificing everything you do. But I mean, my wife—I've known my wife for twenty-five years. She's she saw me pick up the guitar. Mm-hmm. She understands. This is what I've always wanted to do, and this is it. Yeah, this is what has to happen. You gotta think as well, like when you do sort of miss events or something like you can video call, which is a damn sight better yeah. than what it was yeah. five, just five years ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's a different kind of relationship that everyone has with that. Yeah, and this is it as well, like, I mean, Lynn put it into perspective in the terms of where if we did have a regular job versus be, us being on tour for three to four or five months of the year, the time at home is better. Even yeah, though we're away, you're actually present. It, it, it's extensive amount of time away, but once I'm home, I'm, I had two months off after Christmas. I fucking got off from Lorna Show. I had, you know, two months off. I'm, I'm here. Hi. Do you know what I mean? I'm not getting up at fucking 9 a.m. and pissing off. I'm here all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got to deal with the bullshit, like the two months here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, yeah. This, seven, this seven weeks have been tough. Like, she wants me home and she's got it that it's only seven days. But I'll be back and I'll be back for a month and then I've got like two weeks and I'm back for three months and it's like, all that. I've got all that though. Mm. As like a caveat yeah. towards, like, you know, keeping them happy and all that kind of thing. So that's it. Yeah. You just got to keep around the diary aren't you yeah and just like because if you over plan and do everything if you break everything down into the small jobs and then just go plant it plant it plant it plant it and keep the missus involved it's like yeah, yeah I tell you and as soon as anything comes in oh this is what might be happening blah, blah, blah. yeah I mean there was talks of us doing a different territory after America and like me and I'm like nah man yeah. we can't do it mm. because it's like you, you know our family life she can only manage the kids and people look after kids as much as you can and yeah time off and all this kind of stuff so mm. if we do this it's gonna it's gonna fuck us no oh, child care has gone up as well yeah, yeah. It's fine. We no fucking good. so I was like look we're thinking about moving it I told to my wife we're gonna move it to this thing and it, it, it's, it's not happening now anyway so she's like fuck <laughs> yes <laughs> so yeah that's good I think we should wrap it up there oh, I've right. covered all the bases I've got my weird sort of like shitty unsexy business angle and everything <laughs> That's uh, probably a good six day. What are you doing on six day? Do you have to Eureka? No, I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk.
No Manchester. Blarmouth. Yeah. Was it? Is this like the replacement to the annual? Like games day thing. Yeah, that's I think so. Yeah, that is after one. I've got to strip away the fucking the unit, put it all back together again. I've got to go and do the carnage shit. I've got to do all this fucking nonsense. Change money. You just fuck off and go. I'm going looking at space marine.